Hello, my friends. Brett Patterson coming at you from the financial capital of the West Salt Lake City, Utah. Joined by the big fellow, the chairman. How you doing? I'm doing great, Brian. Good. Great to see your face today. And welcome to Katie. Katie's here. Katie's in the background making sure that we're compliant in many different ways. Yeah. So, Brian, I'm a probability guy. You're a probability guy. Mm-hmm. So what do we mean by that? We like a high probability of making money in our investments. Stack the odds in our favor. Stack the odds in our favor. And we've gone on in podcasts before. In fact, next week we're going to do another podcast that deals with different asset classes that are fads currently or that have been fads before Mm -hmm. and the probabilities associated with making money with those. But today... We want to talk about the probability of something that we've never really talked about, which is the probability uh, in terms of characteristics successful investors have that increase the probability of making money over time. Characteristics that increase your probability of success over time. Yep. We have heard, Brian, a lot in today's world, and Katie there, back there. We've heard a lot in today's world about how bad capitalism is, but I think the first characteristic in increasing your odds is having faith in the future and in capitalism. Brian, what do I, when I say that, what do I mean by that? You believe that um, our capitalist economy will continue to improve and get better over time? And, uh, which I believe, but I think there's a, you know, I've been doing this for 30 years and I've never seen that faith so low as today. It's, it's, uh, seems like there's a lack of faith in the future and in capitalism. In fact, I've never seen capitalism, um, so, uh, under attack. Yeah. Under attack. So recently Jeff Bezos, uh, got in a, I don't know, spaceship. Is that what they're calling it? Mm-hmm. And he took off into space, and so did so did Richard Branson. Yeah. And when they landed, if you read the headlines in some in some magazines or newspapers or online, they were negative. <laughs> Bezos, how could he do that? Yeah, the the rich guys are yeah playing, and and it's this is something only available to you know to the super rich, and yeah, it was so criticized so, for their. Innovation and technology. And, and creating wealth. Create, yeah, exactly. So let me throw a, f- a few numbers at you. I'm going to go back in time. In fact, I'm going to go back to 1909. That is when Henry Ford came out with a Model T. And in 1909, it was $825, which is about $24,000 in today's money. Just a few years later, as they, as they became a little bit better in making cars and a little bit, you know, increased productivity, the cost of a car went down to three hundred and sixty dollars in nineteen twenty-seven. Wow, went down dramatically. Now, ninety-three percent of U.S. households have cars, and guess who made some money on that? Henry Ford. Yeah. Is that bad? No, I don't think so. <laughs> and today's car that, uh, you know, kind of an entry-level car that's maybe in, you know, 20-some thousand, 
fifteen to twenty five thousand maybe is so much better than that premium car, that first car that came out that was exclusive. I mean the the bells and whistles and I've read that uh, Rockefeller, one of the maybe the all time rich, you know, adjusted for inflation, maybe the richest man, at least here in the U.S. and maybe I I know that maybe worldwide, but I think there's who came from nothing, right? But you know, he was one of the richest men of you know all time, and uh, your average citizen ha- enjoys so much, you know, better, you know quality maybe quality of life i'm not sure if that's the right term but you know you look at what technology and what we can do today and compared to you know years and years ago in 1869 rockefeller refined oil was more than 30 cents a gallon rockefeller came in and by 1885 it was eight cents Innovation, innovation, technology, technology yeah. him him working hard Capital- and taking risk capitalism capitalism so faith in the future and in our in our country in a capitalistic society means what as far as investing goes yeah um you know i heard buffett say that i've said it here before america's best days are ahead of us and i believe that you know i really do believe that and that's why i quote him on that and uh so what is what is faith in the future you know what actions would you take based on if you have faith in the future and uh i think uh investing in the future you know we're talking about finances and and your money um you know i would invest in the future and invest your money in the future to grow it i think the opposite of that is if you don't have faith in the future and there's a there's a significant portion of the population that is pretty down on the on the future, and uh, they look at all the negatives, and there there are negatives out. There. There's no question. I mean, everything's not perfect and rosy, but I think if you if you focus on the negatives and not you know on the whole picture and look at all the good that's happening in the world and all the progress and innovation and technology, um, you 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 get a kind of a skewed or distorted view of of the real world. And I think you have to look at the big picture and say, you know what? Yeah, there's problems, but there's a lot of good going on in the world. I mean, it's amazing. I think if today as an investor, I've never seen so many wonderful, incredible businesses. And uh, those businesses are now criticized because they are so big and dominant. And, and uh, you know, we talk about investing in companies with long-term competitive advantages with a wide moat. Um, we love that. But they're being criticized because they are so, they have incredible moats, and uh, those are great businesses. But I, I mean, technology, I wouldn't, it's, an, it's amazing, the future. If you look at where we're going because of technology, um, and my optimism because of that has probably never been higher. Yep. It's, it's believing that, that companies like Apple and Tim Cook and, and Elon Musk and tell and, me those guys those, don't don't care about the future of our the earth. I mean, give me a break. I yeah. mean, and and they're doing they're doing great things for society and for everybody. And they'll continue to innovate. But because they're rich and because they're yeah. powerful and they have a lot of money, they're criticized, you know, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> so have faith in companies that we would buy for our clients in the future. 
I mean, that's that's ultimately what we're saying. Yeah, I just said it in a long, yeah. longer ver- version. Hey, you're great. <laughs> you're the chairman. You say whatever you want. Otherwise, you're investing in something like gold, which over time, guess what the real return in gold is since 1820, Brian? Real return? Real return after inflation. Mm, 2%. Oh, you are 1.3% too high, my friend. 0.7%. Wow. Versus stocks at 6.6%. You've got to continue to have faith that these companies will continue to be innovative, like Henry Ford, like Rockefeller, like Jobs, Steve Jobs, like all these people, right? And, and then, as you have faith, the second thing is you have to have patience. Because we've talked about people that try to time the markets and, and, and day trade and, and all those things, which is a fool's errand. Yeah. If you're, if you are investing, you know, kind of short, ter- short time horizon, um, you have to catch, you have to be right twice. You have to be right when you got in the timing and when you got in. And then also when you exit, you get out and it's just twice, you know, it's twice as hard as buying a wonderful business and letting that business operate and compound and grow your wealth over time. It's, it's a lot easier game, but yet, it's so easy to trade. It looks attractive, and uh, people think that FOMO investing, and and that's what we hear. And that's where a lot of Wall Street money is created, or a lot of a lot of wealth for people on Wall Street, not necessarily investors, but people on Wall Street because of trading and activity, and fee, high fees, and so that's what's promoted because that's you know that's how people a lot of the our our industry make money on that. If you would have invested on October ninth, two thousand seven. Which, guess what? That was the very peak before the financial collapse. If you invested $10,000 back then. Terrible timing. Ter- the worst timing you could possibly have. You would have, that investment would be worth $37,000 today. <laughs> That's what patience, patience and faith in the future yep. show you. And the right temperament. And one of the things that we always talk about Brian, as far as our temperament goes. And and Spencer, he says this a lot about you. He says Brian's greatest attribute is his temperament. I'm going to put you on the spot. What does that mean when Spencer always says this about you? I don't get too high and I don't get too low. You know, when, when things are going well, I'm looking, I'm saying, well, things are probably... <laughs> going to temp there's probably going to be some temperament or temp temper that you know excitement and things are going really bad um i am looking to the future and saying well this you know this will end at some point and uh sometimes it it takes real patience and and, and there's some you know uh maybe some criticism you know my my own self criticism because of that, you know, you maybe stick with an investment too long. Um, sometimes that works. Some, yeah, sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, that could be. But on the, uh, but stocks, if you buy good companies and you hold them a long period of time, that actually works, you know, in your favor um, a lot more than the alternative. You know, when you're investing in great business. Now, if you're investing in terrible businesses or mediocre businesses and you stay too long, in that investment, that doesn't work out too well. So, for my temperament, uh, investing long term is is uh, a, a definitely a benefit. 
So you can walk into Brian's office. The market could be down 10%. The market could be down 30%. It could be up 30%. And Brian will have the same facial expression, <laughs> which is more based on how Utah State plays than the market does. Yeah. <laughs> People but use- it's the same temper- it's temperament. We're talking about just the calm way of looking at the world. Yeah, that's funny because that reminds me um, when I people used to talk tell me because I'm, I'm an ex football player. I played football in high school and college, and those of you that don't know that, and people would tell me, Brian, I watch you play football, and I you know I know you in person, and I watch I don't see, they're two different people, <laughs> I'm not, not the same person. I totally I totally. I, I get it. When I'm watching Aggie football, yeah, I'm definitely a person. Uh, I'm a different person. But yeah. in the in the world of investing, it's the right temperament to combine with the patience and and having faith that these businesses will continue to thrive and innovate and improve society. Just look at history. Look at all the innovation over the last yeah. fifty years, a hundred years. It's it's incredible. And right now, the last twenty years, I mean, really since the dot com, and we started, you know, this dot com technology and and. Uh, you know, I've been right in the middle of it. I mean, I started in this industry in 1989, really before, I mean, computers were around, but really before the internet, I mean, was really a thing. Um, and uh, right now, those companies that blew up in the late 90s, because we were probably 20, too early, 20 years too early investing in these, they're actually making money. And it's, it, the innovation is just incredible. And I think the next 20 years are, are going to be incredible. Flying cars, maybe. Well, yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> faith in the future. <laughs> That's right. So those three things, faith in the future in a, in a world of capitalism, being patient in your investments, not trying to time the market bot- the tops or bottoms, but just being patient in, in what you believe is going to happen in the future, and then the right temperament. You can't get too high, too low. Those three things increase the probability of making money. I, I can't put a number on it. But I think those three things are the foundation of how we build portfolios here at Iron Gate. Right. There's a lot of smart people, a lot of people that are a lot smarter than I am. I know that. And, uh, but one of the, a lot of those people lack temperament. You know, they, they can't handle, you know, market volatility. And, uh, and so they're not very good investors because of that, or they have, they don't have great success yep. in the markets. And the lack of temperament, of the right temperament, leads to a lack of patience, which means selling, instead of holding on to your investment that you bought on October 9th of 2007, selling it and never getting back in, and then missing out on a $27,000, you know, profit. We, we got a new brand new client. He's a great guy. He's a doctor, makes a lot of money. And uh, he got out of the market um, last uh, spring, you know, during coronavirus and has been sitting on the sidelines for that whole time. And uh, he came to us looking for help, you know, because he hasn't got back in the market. And uh, now, you know, market's near all-time highs. It's not – the buys are not (laughs) nearly as good as what they were a year and a half ago. So we read a report, and this is the last thing I'll say. We read a report – that dealt with client behavior. And in 2015, there was a lot of market volatility. And so this report tracked everybody 
that sold their investments in 2015 and panicked. And 30% of the people that sold in 2015, as of 2021, have not invested. That's insane. That's a lack of faith in the future. That's a lack of patience. That's a horrible temperament. Yeah. Which means you're not going to make money. It really comes down. We talked about this uh, a podcast or two ago about, um, you know, people taking their cues, their whether they're right or wrong, based on you know stock price movement. If the stock's up, hey, wow, I was a good. You know, I'm pat myself on the back, and the stock's down. You're banging your head against the wall, and um, unfortunately, that's that's not really helpful. And um, and because stocks are traded every day, you get this feedback every single day whether or not you're right or wrong, and it's it's really detrimental to success in the market. And uh, somehow, if people can figure out a way to sort of distance themselves from the daily movements in the market, um, they'll have a lot more success. And I've you just have to try to, you just have to work on that. And it's not easy. It's, it's, it's actually really hard, but, uh, if you can do that, I think you'll have more success. That's right. Faith, patience, and the right temperament. Yeah. Sounds like we just attended a Sunday school class. <laughs> it does. All right, my friends until next time. Bye now. This is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized financial advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's financial situation is unique, and the topics discussed on this broadcast should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized advice. Specific financial securities discussed are not intended to address any listener's particular financial situation and should not be considered recommendations. This is for educational purposes only. For more information, please contact Iron Gate Global Advisors at info at or by calling 888 5910334.